I'm not nervous. Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't how do you pack your But it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. I put way too much of my mental and emotional well-being into the Green Bay Packers winning the Super Bowl this year. Grassi. And today we are gonna be predicting the four games in the NFL divisional round. After the six-game super wild card weekend, which featured a whole lot of really bad football and bad games. We are hoping that we are going to get what is often referred to as the best weekend in football. The matchups are amazing. And uh, yeah, I'm freaking fracking excited. Last week, I went 5-1. and one. The only one I didn't get correct was the Rams-Cardinals game. And oh boy, did I pick wrong there. Can I go 4-0 and oh this week? But enough of that. Let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. Starting off with the Saturday afternoon game. You got the kitty goes meow Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Tennessee Titans. Something has happened this week, and I find it very interesting. You you go, and, and I don't do this often, but it was because I put out my power rankings that so many people started commenting on my power rankings and where the Titans were. And they were like, Tom, you're actually giving the Titans respect. And I was like, well, yeah, they're the number one seed in the AFC. And so I went and meandered and took a gander at some of the other power rankings out there. And it seems that everybody be sleeping on the Titans. And let's be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. The thing is, the Titans, there are a lot of question marks there. They've had some bad losses this year. You know, they they barely lost, but they still lost to the Jets. They lost to the Texans. And so, you know, there, there's question marks there. They don't have, like, a, a young or a veteran, like, amazing QB, but they have a very underrated Ryan Tannehill. Derrick Henry is expected to come back on Saturday. However, who knows how much he is going to play. Might be on a limited snap count. There's a lot of question marks there. But I just think it's crazy to think that, oh, yeah, the Titans are just going to get blown out of the water because I don't think that's going to be the case. But we'll talk about the Titans in a moment. The Cincinnati Bengals knocking off the Raiders last week, and I marked them in my power rankings at number eight just because they lost people on that offensive line because of injury. On top of that, they started off really hot, doing well against the Raiders, and then allowed them to come back in, and their offense kind of got shut down. But make no mistake about it, the Cincinnati Bengals have the offense to go to the Super Bowl. If Joe Mixon and that run game is hot, they're already in great shape. However, they really didn't run the ball a whole lot with Mixon against the Raiders. But, of course, you have the three-headed dragon, Boyd, Higgins, and, of course, Jamar Chase, led by Joe Burrow slinging the rock. That offense can go up against anybody in the AFC and put up points. There's no doubt about it. Also, the defense can get after the quarterback as well. So the Bengals are definitely not the same old Bengals. They won their division. I think that while there could have been some better aspects of their win, they got to this point. 
They're going up against a Tennessee Titan team who has really been biding their time until they could get Derrick Henry back. And they've been doing a really good job of that because the run game has been successful in his absence. On top of that, they're getting a bunch of other guys back from injury. A.J. Brown should be at full strength. That bye week really helped. Julio Jones coming back as well. And they won three straight games to end the season. Now, the question is going to be, can the Tennessee defense, which is much more improved than it was last year, can they contain the offense of the Cincinnati Bengals? Because the way the Titans can beat you, of course, is that ground game in which they're just draining the time of the possession and they never let your offense see the field, which is probably what the Titans are going to try to do. It's going to be absolutely electric in Nashville, and I think that this could be a really, really fun game. I could see either team winning. I'm going to give the slight edge to the Tennessee Titans because if Derrick Henry is back in any way, shape, or form, I think that's really going to help balance that offense out a little bit. But look for the defense to get after Joe Burrow. There's weaknesses on that offensive line. And if the pass rush of the Titans can get home, it might be a long day for the Bengals. Then you have the Saturday night primetime game. The San Francisco 49ers Taking on the Green Bay mother-loving Packers. It's here. It's finally here. The Packers are here to play. Now the 49ers, of course, knocking out America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, in which that first half, those 49ers looked absolutely unstoppable. Jawan Jennings has been great these past couple of weeks. I know the focus is going to be on Debo Samuel, who literally could just do it all. The guy could run. The guy could go out and catch a gajillion yards. He is phenomenal. So those are huge playmakers. George Kittle, of course, is on that team, though he has been quiet. They have everything. Of course, you even have Elijah Mitchell. Their run game is one of the best in the NFL. Now, here's the thing. Big storylines this week. Nick Bosa. Working through an injury, had a concussion. And on top of that, Jimmy Garoppolo, shoulder not looking good, hand not looking good. There's potential that Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't even play. Now, the 49ers, they were able to go into Dallas and knock off the Cowboys, and that is an impressive feat. However, they really let their foot off the gas in the second half. On top of that, Jimmy G definitely sailed some balls and, of course, had that very costly interception and nearly allowed the Cowboys back into the game. So I think the 49ers are a very good football team. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is 0-3 against the San Francisco 49ers throughout his playoff career. So the 49ers are definitely a threat. Meanwhile, looking at Green Bay, the Green Bay Packers did wave defensive lineman Kingsley Kiki today. So a little bit of a surprise there. But the big story about the Green Bay Packers is all of these players potentially coming back. David Bakhtiari is still day by day. But Zadarius Smith, he's taking steps to returning, as is Jair Alexander. Randall Cobb announced that he is expected to play on Saturday. That's a huge boost to those wide receivers because it just allows other guys to get open. So... Yeah, the Green Bay Packers are coming back and are going to be pretty close to full strength or at least healthier than they've been all season. Most importantly, on that offensive line if Bach is playing and Josh Myers returns as well. So the Packers, I mean, listen, Aaron Rodgers has been a god since mid-November. The guy hasn't thrown an interception since after the Seahawks game. He's been tearing it up. The run game has been doing well. Aaron Jones will be healthy now. So you're going to have Dylan and Jones. I I know the Dallas Cowboys didn't run it all against the 49ers. And the thing is, can the Packers pass rush get after either Jimmy G or Trey Lance? And I know Packers fans are like, oh God, if Trey Lance is playing, that the PTSD of Colin Kaepernick and mobile QBs, that is concerning. However, 
Putting all of that together, whether we see an injured Jimmy G or we see a starter, a rookie starter in Trey Lance in his first playoff game, I like the Packers here. I just think they've been playing really good football. Yes, they're beating teams by one or two points, but those are teams like in the AFC that they don't really see very often. And on top of that, they are healthy. I think that's the most important thing here. If Bosa's not playing, that is going to be a huge relief for the Packers. And so because of that home field advantage, where you're going to have 81,000 screaming fans, I picked the Green Bay Packers to get the dub here. Then in the other NFC matchup, you got the LA Rams taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Rams, oh, slapping the bejesus out of the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray and that offense just never looked comfortable that entire game. They were atrocious. Really missing DeAndre Hopkins. Kyler Murray was constantly under pressure. And the Rams just made their life an absolute living hell. The Rams... We've been talking about them all season, especially after they got Von Miller and OBJ. They should be better than the effort that they're putting out on the field. And the thing is, they haven't been consistent because whether it is like the Baltimore Ravens game, you have Matthew Stafford who's struggling during that game. However, OBJ, Von Miller stepping up or against the Vikings in which Stafford is struggling, but the run game and the defense picks it up. Look at the 49ers game at the very end of the season and that defense allowed the 49ers to roar on back and Matthew Stafford had two costly interceptions. What was the difference against the Cardinals? Matthew Stafford only threw the ball under 20 times. And on top of that, he didn't throw in any picks. They utilized the run game. They leaned on Sony Michelle and Cam Akers. And of course, they used their great receivers like OBJ and Cooper Cup. So this was the Rams team that people have been waiting for. Because if they play like that, then they're going to have a great chance of knocking off the defending champs here. Meanwhile, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yep, they took care of business against the Philadelphia Eagles, slapped the crap out of them. However, did not come without a price. Tristan Wirfs injured, tried to come back in the game, did not look good. Their center is injured as well. The backup for Wirfs is also injured. So along that offensive line, there was a ton of injuries. And on top of that, Tom Brady took four sacks in that game. Yes, Giovanni Bernard looked good in Leonard Fournette's absence. We'll see if Fournette is going to play this week. But there has to be a concern against a good pass rush that the Rams possess and that offensive line that's banged up right now for the Buccaneers. Now, there's a part of me that wants to pick the Rams here because maybe they just had that momentum. Yeah, two weeks ago, they didn't look so good, but they looked really good last week. But I am going to pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. Their defense played really well against Philadelphia, even though Philadelphia helped them out because they called garbage play calling and Jalen Hurts couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. But the Buccaneers, I think that they have an edge here, not just the home field advantage, but I think just because the way that Brady plays, he's going to get the ball out quickly. They have so many weapons there, especially if Leonard Fournette's going to be there. And I think you also have the extra motivation that if you don't do well, Bruce Arians is going to hit you in the head. And then finally, what might be the game of the week? You got the Buffalo Bills taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. I am so excited for this game. I, Of course, the Packers are number one, but the Bills and Chiefs are a close second in games that I am anticipating this week because you have two teams that put on amazing performances last week, one against a much better defense, a much better team, but still the same. A lot of the... Hoopla is going to be about Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes, but I think the bigger thing is focusing on which team as a whole is going to be better. So you look at the Bills last week in their performance, going up against a very good defense in the New England Patriots, and they roasted the crap out of them. Josh Allen, five touchdowns, had only four incompletions. 
Leaning on Devin Singletary, finally running the ball. They've been doing it the last month, and it's been paying dividends for them. Yes, the Buffalo Bills have had some weird losses. They, they lost to the Jaguars, for example, or they lost to the Patriots when he only threw the ball like three times. However, the Bills have been playing complete football. That defense is suffocating. It made Mac Jones's life absolutely miserable. And the Buffalo Bills are just playing well. Josh Allen's not getting sacked, so he's not getting hurried up into making bad decisions. And the Buffalo Bills are looking real good. Meanwhile, the Kansas City Chiefs knocking out Big Ben saying bye-bye, enjoy retirement. Mahomes, 400 yards, five touchdowns. He looked fantastic. And Clyde Edwards-Alaire, not playing, doesn't matter. McKinnon filled in and did really well. So they had a run game as well. Their offensive line has been doing really well. So there's a lot of things that... Both teams have been doing well. Obviously, the Chiefs went on that very impressive win streak throughout the season. They lost to the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Bills have strung together some nice wins here. This is going to be, in my opinion, a phenomenal game. Now, it is being played at Arrowhead, so there absolutely is an advantage there because that stadium is going to be super loud. However, I think the Buffalo Bills, if they play the way they did against the Patriots, there is nothing stopping them from going to the Super Bowl. I think that whoever wins this game is going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. And the Bills, I just like their team as a whole. I think they have the better defense. Their offensive line has been solid. They're able to run the ball well. And I think that overall as a team, they have a really good chance of beating the Chiefs. So because of that, I am going to be selecting the Buffalo Bills to get the W here. Buffalo all the way this time. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel about these games? Let me know. You guys find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy, all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, go back, go.